It's the California Wine Country Podcast with Steve Jackson and Dan Berger. We taste, we laugh, we learn. California Wine Country brought to you by Bottle Barn. Dan Berger, of course, back with us. Tom Lydon is our guest. Tom, great to meet you, man. Thanks for coming in. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. We're going to begin with our typical taste from uh, <laughs> Dan's cellar. This is a 2016 yeah, Chard. Chardonnay from Kendall Jackson. This is the Vintner's Reserve. This is a wine that is not supposed to be aged. But after I tasted the 16, I thought, you know, this has got a future, so we'll held on to it for a few years. And, boy, it's really interesting. It's developed beautifully. Mm-hmm. It's not. It doesn't have the same fruit component that it did, but, boy, it's sure a lot more complex. I like it. I think it's very tasty wine. Tom Seminole uh, last week brought me a bunch of uh, Chardonnays. A lot of them were 2016. Uh, even a 2015, and I thought, hmm, I don't know. I liked them all. Well, 15 and 16 were good uh, vintages for acidity, and that helps a lot. And this wine's certainly got plenty of acid left to go. It's got another year or two before it starts to fall apart, but it's really tasty now. Tom, your thoughts? It's held up nice. It's held up very nice, and it is reminiscent of a Kendall Jackson Chardonnay. <laughs> Goes great with popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not supposed to age it. But you aged it. You know, I, I put a lot of wine in the cellar just to see what happens. And um, I would say about 20% of the time the f- wines fall mm-hmm. apart. But if they're way, well made and they're held uh, in reasonably good storage conditions with cooler temperatures, boy, they do hold on. And what's interesting is even rosé, which people typically uh-huh. buy and drink right away, I've got two, three, four years old rosés that are delicious. Really? That's, yeah. that's good? Well, I like this. I can see and tell that, uh, as you mentioned, uh, basically uh, a lot of the fruit is gone after all these years. But it's very smooth, and yeah. it's got mm-hmm. a good taste. Mm-hmm. Gary, and yeah, I, think, I think the secret to this wine is how good it is in the aftertaste. The mouthfeel is really yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that acidity that held, held it yeah. together. Yeah, it's true. Very true. Uh, it looks like Kathy's about to put some hand sign it. Tizer into hers. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking no chances, I'm telling you. <laughs> How's my protocol, Steve? <laughs> We're going to talk about the uh, recent wine competition up there, and Dan was yeah. a uh, judge. Yep, Mendocino County Fair wine competition, the 42nd. Okay, I do want to mention that Tom Lydon is also a very first-class photographer. And, in fact, he's brought me a, a, a coffee table book called Mendocino Roots and Ridges. Uh, you did all the photography on this, and it is yeah. gorgeous, man. Beautiful book and also a wonderful text. I reviewed that book when it first came out, and that's a great text. That was uh, Heidi Heidi, Heidi Dickerson. Yeah, she, uh, she did she, a beautiful job she with it, and I did yeah, the photography. Yeah. So, Dan, should you put this book away for a few years? <laughs> I would hold, I would hold it's, on it's, to it for 10 years it's, before it's, you it's open actually, the book. It's, it's, it's <laughs> actually got some age on it now. Tell us more about your photography. I mean, uh, you've been doing that. Well, yeah, you've been I, doing that a long time. I've been right? doing it uh, since 1970, I guess. Uh, uh, came out from New York and, and uh, was doing photography back there, working for a commercial photographer, and ended up in Ukiah, part of the back of the land thing up in the hills out of Ukiah, and and then ended up having to make a living. So I started doing photography in Ukiah and built a commercial photography business and luckily the wine industry grew and gave me a lot of clients so it, it worked out okay where in new york uh manhattan new york city okay i, you know, I was there for about three years 
So how did this book come together? Did you just have a stack uh, of pictures and think, I need to make a book? Well, I guess it was... A, uh, Heidi had already been doing the stories. There were weekly stories or monthly stories that were going to the local newspaper. And um, then uh, when the Wine, Wine Commission existed, the Mendocino Wine Co- Commission, they they had some money to help do this. And so we kind of worked out a deal. And it was actually published by the Mendocino County Museum. And uh, it's you know a good promotional piece for Mendocino wines and Mendocino County in general, and um, so that's how it came together. Right, and it's a good book, right, Dan? Beautiful book. Uh, I especially like the integration of how the photos work with the text. Um, the, somebody obviously, the editor, really did a good job of pairing up the the, the context from page to page to page. It's really a very very nicely done book. Yeah, I I, I remember Dan. I read your review and I I was I couldn't believe it. I, I thought I had misread it. It said that the uh, that you thought my photography was one of the best in the country, or the best photographer in the country. And I'd be like, no, he must mean county. He must mean county. He must be a. Must I, meant be a the, I meant the country. You know, <laughs> look, I, I go. I've been around the world, and I've seen books in New Zealand and Australia by photographers. <clears throat> this is up there with the best. Yeah, Mendocino Roots and Ridges. And if someone was interested in getting a copy of this book, where would they go? They're still available. Uh, probably some of the bookstores in Mendocino County and the County Museum, the Mendocino County Museum in Willits has copies of it still available. You mentioned that I was the executive director of the Mendocino County Vintners Association, and, and that name hasn't existed for many years. Now it's called uh, Mendocino Wine Growers, Inc., I believe. Right. And Bernadette Byrne is the executive director, and she's doing an amazing job at that. And so the, the Mendocino Wine Growers, Inc. produces this event every year, which is the Mendocino County uh, uh, Wine Competition. And this is the 42nd year, and uh, we did very well this year. It was a wonderful year, actually. There were 233 entries. There were 43 double goals, I think, and 36 goals and 103 silvers. Uh, but anyways, the wines that I brought, uh, the, the Syrah, it's the Boonville Road 2018 Syrah, and this was the best of show red wine. Uh, it's a small little producer. There's a neat story behind that. I, the, uh, uh, the the producer's name is uh, Ed Donovan, and um, the vineyard is Broken Leg Vineyard in Anderson Valley. And I found out what Broken Leg uh, why it's called Broken Leg Vineyards. And I guess this guy Steve Williams that uh, planted the vineyards way back when. It's on a steep hillside. He broke his leg while he was planting the vineyard, so it's called <laughs> Broken Leg Vineyards. Appropriate. Yeah, Anderson Valley. I like so, that. So there's that wine. There's a Grenache from Ken, uh, Jackson Keys. It's a 2019 Grenache. It was in the final flight of Reds. It wasn't the uh, the sweepstake winner, or the, uh, the but it was the it was in the final flight of I think there were eight red wines in the final flight. And then the interesting wine to me is the Gruner Vertliner of uh, <laughs> Veltliner. Um, that uh, it's a 2020 Anderson Valley Navarro Vineyards, and I wasn't familiar with this varietal until about a month ago. And Toby Hill from Phillips Hill Winery had produced some, and he gave me a couple bottles of it, and it was a fantastic wine. It's a, a nice white wine. It's got this mineral quality to it. It's really a, just a wonderful, wonderful wine, and. Uh, uh, so he told me a little bit about it, uh, Casey Hartlip. Casey Hartlip, who who uh, uh, is the vineyard manager of the Day Ranch, which is in Anderson Valley, um, 
planted just a little bit of this as kind of a pet project. I think there's about three acres of this stuff. And Dan's here pouring it around everybody, and it's, it's still a little cold, but uh, it'll, it'll warm up a little bit. By the way, the folks at Jackson Keys have been in before. Uh, they, they probably have. And the first time they were in, I threatened to sue them. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because it's J-A-X-O-N. Oh, right? that's right. So anyways, there's, there's, there's not very much of this planted, this uh, Gruner Veltliner. Uh, um, and it's about three acres, and it just so happened that uh, Toby Hill from Phillips Hill Winery, which is right next to the Day Ranch in Anderson Valley, pulled a little bit of it and, and produced it the other, uh, last year, and, and as did Jim Klein from Navarro Vineyards. And uh, it's, it is really a great, great wine. But as I said, I, I only was exposed to it very recently. That, that Toby gave me a couple of bottles of it. I also was listening last night, the podcast of last week's with uh, Alan Green and the, in the International Wine, Canned Wine Competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the best of show was a Gruner Rutliner. Yeah. yeah. That's from, that yeah. was our show last week. Yeah. Yeah. Gruner. Gruner Rutliner. Uh, no, Veltliner. <laughs> Veltliner. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Gruner Veltliner. Dan, talk about this that we're tasting. This is a really amazing wine. Um, for the first effort to uh, come out this good is almost impossible. Um, it's a very difficult grape to, to know what to do with because it's um, best when it's really dry. But if you make it really dry, you're going to end up with this strong minerality component which tom mentioned in the interesting aspect that you can smell the minerality you taste the minerality comes through on the aftertaste it's mm-hmm. almost what you might say you, your first impression would be to say that it's bitter but it's not bitter it's minerality and what's interesting is it how beautiful this would work with food mm-hmm. good gracious imagine with this with uh, rock shrimp pasta or something like that mm-hmm. what an incredible glass of wine mm-hmm. and i've tasted gruner Gruner Veltliner from, oh my goodness, about 25 years ago, I first tasted the first one. And the best of them are coming from places you would not believe even make wine. The best uh, in the United States comes from Pennsylvania. The second best comes from Southern Oregon. Wow. Uh, it, it's, it's Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, there's a place in Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania called, uh, uh, I'll think of the name in a minute. Um, she's a great winemaker. Her name is Sarah Troxel. She makes a wine for uh, Galen Glen Winery in, in, in Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania. It's ridiculous. And then, and then there's a couple of them in Michigan that are fabulous, and there's, a, there's one from Idaho that's just mind-boggling. But it's really a strange variety in a certain way. There's not much planted anywhere in the country. It's really an Austrian variety. It comes from Austria initially and this this i don't know what the price on this is but it's just it's got to be a bargain well, i did know i somewhere phenomenal wine. It's probably around remember. 22 bucks or something yeah like probably that, about 22 bucks it's really fabulous well and, it's free to us so well, I, <laughs> just yeah. drink some more yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i really like this uh, yeah it's beautiful what, what year is this uh 2020 i believe yeah is this is probably yeah. not one that i would put in the cellar yeah. because the fruit is 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 more along the lines of grapefruit mm-hmm. and minerals. And, the, and those components are best when they're fresh and young. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you put this in the cellar, you're going to risk losing some of that grapefruit component. Mm-hmm. Beautiful wine, though. Yeah, it really is. And Jim, nice. Jim yeah. Klein is really a talent up there. And Deborah and Ted, who own uh, the property, are some of the best winemakers in the business. They really know their stuff, but they turned a 
the reins over to Jim for the mechanical aspects of this. And, boy, he's really got a palate and a great ability to blend. He's, mm-hmm. he's a talent. Yeah, they, they, they are, they're amazing. I was thinking it was probably about 30 years ago that they filled up all of their walls in the tasting room with ribbons, and ever since then they had no room for ribbons about 30 <laughs> years ago. That's true. Yeah. Okay, uh, uh, Tom, talk about the Mendocino County Wine Competition. And, again, Dan was a uh, judge. Yeah, Dan was a judge. It goes back 42 years, and I was involved. Before I was with the Mendocino Vintners Association, I I used to go and volunteer uh, in the back room to pour the wines and, and whatnot. And and back then we had judges like uh, Jerry Mead and Gerald Boyd and and Dick Peterson and folks like that. And and uh, uh, then Dan Dan came along and Steve Pitcher and Rod Smith and. Um, anyways, it's 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 a small little competition. The interesting thing about it too is it was the original or the first. Uh, wine competition that uh, featured just Mendocino County varietals or any 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 appellation in general. I mean, it's just it's just the in order to enter a wine, it has to be from Mendocino County grapes. Um, so it's kept it a bit small in terms of entries. Um, but I think Dan, you would probably know too. It's probably the, one of the only competitions in the country that specifies just a one county varietal. There are some. There are several now that just have popped up in the last year. For example, last year alone uh, was the very first Michigan wine competition, and they've got their own. Only Michigan wines are available in that competition. There's also one in Idaho, and there's one in. Of course, uh, Sonoma County does the Sonoma County Harvest Fair. It has mm. to be from Sonoma County yeah. grapes. Okay. But generally, uh, wine competitions are open to anybody. And this is a regional event, and it's really important for the wineries to know exactly what they're doing from the subregion to subregion so yeah. they'll know what their uh, expectations would be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this year, 233 wine entries from 46 wineries. And 46 wineries yep. is pretty astounding when you think, because I started judging up there when all of Mendocino County had like 13 wineries. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. When I was involved, it was probably about 13 wineries. <laughs> yeah. Mendocino County is one of the areas of the world. They're at the forefront of uh, uh, organic farming, mm-hmm. biodynamic farming, and sustainability. Mm-hmm. And it's really important for people to recognize that, because this is really an effort on the part of the wineries. And the wineries... They they lose money going organic. It's not easy to make organic wine without a bit of ex- additional expense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fry Vineyards uh, probably was the premier producer of organic wines in the world. Well, not in the world, actually in the states because the French folks have been doing it. Yeah, but in the, in the states, uh, and they've been doing it for what forty years or at so, least forty I guess. years. Yeah. yeah, and then Fetzer picked it up. Fetzer went organic, and then they went biodynamic as well. And uh, uh, Fetzer also really got on a recycle program and put solar panels up on all the roofs on the administration building and whatnot long, long time ago. And um, so we are actually known as being a leader in green. And also uh, there's a real goods uh, trading company in Hopland that, that sold the first commercial solar panels back probably 40 years ago. And I have one of them, so actually. I real goods, I believe. Yeah, real goods, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fabulous place to yeah. visit. Yeah. It's almost like a Disneyland for organic farming. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And, and, and uh you know, uh, solar products and whatnot. Yeah. So it does have that, definitely a green 
green quality to it. And then everybody else has picked up after, after that. Everybody's doing organic now, you know, just like everybody's got solar panels. You can probably buy solar panels in Walmart now. We've been through a lot of eras in Mendocino County, uh, grape growing and, and winemaking. And uh, this was probably the best year I ever experienced ever as a judge there. When we tasted through the sweepstakes round, those were the best red wines that I have tasted out of Mendocino County ever. Yep. They, they far I, exceeded anything that's ever been produced. I've got your quote here. Yeah, this this was the uh, the final flight of the red sweepstakes winners. There were nine, I think, nine red wines. And Dan's quote was, this is the best flight of uh, reds in the 30 years I've been coming to this competition. And then Wilfred Wong had this quote. I don't know if you remember this one. Uh, this was the most impressive best of show red flight I've ever tasted anywhere in the world. Wow. And Wilfred knows. And Wilfred knows. <laughs> Wilfred knows, yes. I see that Ziggy, the wine gal, yes. she was there. Was one of the judges. Yep, she was one of the judges. And my panel was Dan and Wilfred and Ziggy. It was a, it was a great panel. I, I moderate, <laughs> I'm a, you know, moderate one of the panels. And it was a wonderful panel. I think it was probably the best year, just overall, in all respects. It, uh, it, was, it, it went so nice. Everybody had a good time. The wine showed really well. And it was a nice mix of judges. And I think it was really a wonderful year. I thought I hit the pinnacle. Two years ago, when we gave all uh, Petit Zara's gold medals. Oh yeah, there were <laughs> there were there were nine double goals in one flight. Yes, <laughs> out of ten yes. wines. Yes, yes, <laughs> all Petit Zara's. Yes, yeah. all Petit Zara's. Oh, flight <laughs> of Petit Zara's. And they were all different styles. Yeah, there were there were eleven <laughs> Petit Zara's and nine double goals. <laughs> the balance of the wines was what sh- shocked me because all of twenty or twenty five years ago. You'd get a glass of wine, it would taste great, but it didn't necessarily represent anything. And now they taste great and they represent exactly what they were supposed to be. It, an Anderson Valley Pinot Noir smells like an Anderson Valley Pinot Noir. A Grenache smells like a Grenache, and especially from the regions it comes from, and so forth and so on. It was like one after the other. I don't know how many wines were. We were at 11 on the, on the final flight of wines. I think there 11 were, or 12. Well, I think there were nine reds. Nine reds. Nine reds, yeah. Yeah. And every single one of those, I was ready to shell out money to buy. Yeah, and I'm buying some of them as yeah. it is. <laughs> so there. the gold medal wines will be poured at the, the Mendocino County Fair in Boonville, September 17th, 18th, and 19th. You know, I should probably announce the actual uh, best of show of each category sure, at some point. Let me do it right now. The best of show sparkling wine went, went to McFadden Farm Cuvée Brut in uh, Potter Valley. Uh, the Charlie Barr Award, which is the best of show white, went to Navarro Vineyards 2020 Edelsvicker Anderson Valley. Best of show rosé went to Lula Cellars 2020 Rosé of Pinot Noir Anderson Valley. The John Parducci Award, best of show red, went to Thomas T. Thomas Vineyards. And the best of show dessert, again, went to Navarro Vineyards 2019 Cluster Select Late Harvest Scene uh, Riesling. <coughs> Another beautiful one. What happens at the county fair in Boonville? It's a you know wonderful old classic county fair. The wine booth, and they have shifts. I used to have to run the damn thing, and they have they have shifts where it's I think it's two shifts a day, and in each shift, probably five or six gold medal winners or double gold medal winners will bring in their wines and pour them. So you'll probably be meeting somebody from the winery. Uh, and they'll be pouring their wine. So there'll probably be five or six wines being poured uh, for four hours, and then the next four hours will be another shift, and they're all uh, probably double gold medal winners from the Mendocino County Fair Wine Competition. And this is going to be in person at the in Boonville? In Boonville. 
Yes. September 17th. September 17th, 18th, and 19th. Three okay. days. If I can go back to the wine competition, because I have a question for both you gentlemen. Um, for, for Tom, my question would be, how do you go about selecting the panels to adjudicate these competitions? And then for Dan, it would be, how do you decide which competitions you go to to adjudicate? Those are great questions. <laughs> they really are great well, questions. Adjudicate is one of my favorite words, and I don't think I've used it in 13 years on this show. So thank you, Harriet. You can say it on the radio, yeah. yes. Well, we, we, have, we have a list. We try to expand on it every year. We like the, the regulars that come here because they really know Mendocino County, and they've seen it growing over the years, and nobody more than Dan Berger knows the growth of Mendocino County and the wines in that county. Uh, but we also bring in new people every year. Um, just to add some new influence. And this year we had a gal, uh, Amanda Slade, from the local uh, food co-op in Ukiah, who was the wine buyer, and it was her first time judging. And it's always interesting. I got a call many years ago when I was the executive director of the old Vintners Association. I got a call from this guy in Southern California, and he said, I really want to be a wine judge. He was he was a uh, beverage buyer, a food and beverage buyer at some hotel comp. In Southern California somewhere. Anyways, he said, I really want to be a wine judge, but everybody says you've got to have experience being a wine judge in order to be a wine judge. So <laughs> I said, come on up. We want you. We want you. So uh, I gave him his, his chance to do it. Um, and uh, the other question was for Dan. Oh, well, I guess, Harry, the, the real issue for me is not necessarily – whether it's going to be a good experience or bad experience. <clears throat> I've had bad experiences that were still good in some other ways. <clears throat> um, I go to areas of the world where there's a story to tell, where I can come out of that, with a, and I can write that story. There's going to be a personality. I just finished, uh, about three years ago, I judged the Snake River Valley wine competition up in Idaho. <clears throat> it was one of my favorite experiences of all time because I discovered stuff that I never knew. And I didn't think that I was going to find anything good, but it turned out a great story. And the story is what I go for. I'm not going for the wines. I'm going for the story. Let's talk about the Grenache. Grenache, I some Grenache. is special to me. I, 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 I just love a it's, lot of it. And it, uh, talk well, about let me, Grenache. Let me tell you why Grenache. you – you also been asked me why you like it's your a name particular so wine. Steve. I can tell you why you like this Grenache, and you haven't even <laughs> take, take, take a sip of that while I'm talking. So <laughs> Grenache is really a special grape variety in some respects. It has, first of all, it has loads and loads and loads of flavor. It's a flavorful grape. But the more important issue is what it does in the aftertaste. In the aftertaste, it's not going to give you that bitter tannin. It's not a tannic grape variety. And the reason is it wants to produce massive amounts of fruit. If you let it, it will produce a light, elegant rosé wine. It will never get darker than rosé. So in order to make a red out of it, you have to really deal with the fruit on the vine. And then you start to realize that if you deal with it too much, you're going to get a very tiny quantity of fruit, but very, very dark, and it won't have the flavors that you want. So you really need, in fact, every variety is like this, even Chardonnay and Pinot Noir, everything else is like this. You, if you deal with them differently from, from the beginning of the harvest to the end of the harvest, you end up making the wine in the vineyard. And no grape variety more than, than Grenache works that way this stuff is fabulous if this if you see this in the springtime you see this in april you see one of the most aggressive varieties there is they grow massive quantities of leaves you don't want leaves you you want fruit and if you get the fruit 
and then you cut it back. So the deal is no tannins to speak of, not like Cabernet or Merlot. And then you've got this beautiful aromatic that comes across the, the front part of the palate. And then the aftertaste, you've got these crushed violets. And it's, it's just, to me, a gr- good Grenache is like nothing else. Well, this is... This is as good as it gets. Uh, yeah, this it's is an amazing wine. Grenache. Yeah, yeah. And it's Jackson Keys, J-A-X-O-N. <laughs> Where does that name come from befi- besides you know, stealing from know. me? Man, I have you, no, know. you would know. No, I have no clue. A, a, a cranky winemaker, <laughs> I think, is where yeah. that name comes from. <laughs> Now, Dan, you had me do something to this wine. You enjoyed it at the first taste, but you said, this will taste a little better if you do this. And it's something I would not have imagined a million yeah, years I put, I would suggesting. Put, I would put two teaspoons of water into this wine and expose more of the fruit. And the reason is that mm. this is 15% alcohol, and it's 15, actually 15.2 on the label. If this is 15% on alcohol, then what you're doing is you're covering some of the fruit with a trace of the alcohol. So what you want to do is bring that alcohol down to about 14%. A tablespoon of sugar of, of water would mm-hmm. help uh. to remove some of the alcohol and open up the fruit. This is heavy in alcohol. Fif- it is. 15. You can taste it. 15%. Yeah. yeah. And at 13, this would not be the same kind of wine. It would be, it would be a completely different wine, and it would still have some of the same flavors, but it would be a different structural impact on the t- on the tongue and therefore you would consume it differently but if you want to buy this bottle now which is fabulous wine absolutely phenomenal wine but the best thing to do is to give yourself more of it than a 750 add some water <laughs> he, he saw i had and a water bottle near me he said you should pour a little bit of that water into your glass and see what happens and you and thought I he did. was messing with it. i but he was absolutely right it tamped the alcohol down yeah. and it brought yeah. the fruit yeah. forward yeah I'm amazed on a Wednesday we have any water in this studio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one with water. Yes, I noticed that. <laughs> it's also a little bit young. Just a little bit young. It's still a young wine. Yeah, it's, it's a, a 19, a, after all. You know, you gotta, you got to give yeah. it a little bit of time in the bottle. Yeah. And I think also what's nice about this wine, another issue that really comes to the front. A, a few years ago, this wine would have been over-oaked. And now whoever made this wine is a talent because he left the oak to be a secondary issue. This is a gorgeous wine that doesn't flavor with oak. It's just ma- mainly fruit. I'm smelling the Syrah. you got to try it. It's oh, the Syrah. Okay. It's unbelievable. Okay. It's well, unbelievable. This is my favorite this wine is, I've this tasted. Is, yeah, this, this is, is my favorite is wine I've tasted in the last wine. two years. Really? <laughs> yeah. This one. Okay, so we're, <laughs> we're drinking the Boonville Road 2018 Syrah. Oh, good luck. It's unbelievable. The, the, the nose is so peppery. It's so Rhone style. It's just it's beautiful, beautiful wine. And it's this. probably a really limited production. Did you, when you talk with the guy, did you find out how much he produced? Not very much. Not, no. Probably a barrel or two. Well, maybe two barrels. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's really a beautiful, beautiful wine. And he's kind of, I guess, kind of a re- renegade winemaker. He, uh, he was uh, making his wine at Belo while they're open for a while. And now he, and he purchased his, uh, his grapes from different just small little vineyards around the area. And uh, uh, it's a great wine. Do you know what they're charging for this? You know, I don't. What you know, I did know. And I probably don't remember. Look. It's probably about 2018. 2018. It's probably and it's called about, Boonville it's Road. It's less than 30 bucks. Boonville Road. Less than 30 bucks. Well, if it's less than 30 bucks, it's about half the price it should be. Yeah. Right. I will say the Grenache that we sampled earlier retailed at 32 a bottle. That's a, oh, bo- that's, that's a good value. Good. Very good value. Good. It's really exceptionally good. good 
quality Grenache. Yeah. yeah. But this is a little over 30. It might this, be 35. I don't know. This stuff is equivalent to about a $100 bottle of Australian Shiraz. Yeah. Really? It's a beautiful. And the well, nose is amazing. The, the white pepper and, oh, you, <laughs> you want some. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Make sure that you smell this first. Give it yeah. Give it plenty yeah. of time yeah. to smell. Some, get some, yeah. Smell, get smell, smell. It's, it's a, retails at $25 a bottle. Steve, do you, do you Outrageous. <laughs> It should be a hundred, and, l- and less at Bottle Barn, right? Well, it's a <laughs> which brings you this segment every Wednesday. California Wine Country, brought to you by Bottle Barn. They're open for in-store shopping. You can also uh, place an order for curbside pickup still at BottleBarn.com. And as we all know, Bottle Barn's been providing Sonoma County and our entire area with an unmatched selection of the finest wines, beer, and spirits for so many years. Bottle Barn is where wine country buys their wine and remember the bottle barn can ship wine to most states go to bottlebarn.com for the details and all their great specials every week and listen to california wine country which you are right now and bottle barn now is selling a boonville made pinot noir from i'm not sure whom at 17.99 it just came across the the email about an hour before i showed up at the studio and i've got to go down and buy some i don't care who made it at 17.99 it's going to be good wine <laughs> and, and barry hurst was a, a judge he's been a judge a couple of years at our wine competition the mendocino wine competition he didn't do it this year there was a conflict he was out of town oh, by the way i was just looking at jackson com, and again it's j-a-x-o-n uh diane and ken wilson from Canada, uh, first visited the Mendocino County property that they fell in love with, uh, and Ken, born and raised in Ontario, is uh, passionate about his vineyards, and they named the winery after uh, both Jack Wilson and Cecil Keys. Why Jack became J-A-X-O-N, I don't know, but there you go. They also bought Greenwood Ridge, and Alan Green was here last week, and, and the Wilson family purchased yeah. Greenwood Ridge as well as Jackson Keys. Okay, okay. okay. And, and the Wilson family is, uh, owns some of the most uh, uh, impressive properties in, in Northern California. It's a wonderful operation that they have. California Wine Country, brought to you by Bottle Barn, Dan Berger, of course, and Tom Lydon from Mendocino County. And again, in Boonville, they're going to be tasting all these wines from the 42nd annual uh, Mendocino Wine Competition. That is, uh, well, my computer blew up, but uh, September 17th, 18th, and 19th. Okay. In Boonville, and you got to love Boonville. you got to yeah. love Mendocino. Yeah, yeah you got to love Mendocino. Yeah. What else goes on in uh, Boonville? Oh, the uh, fair. Well, it's a classic fair. They've got, you know, the Ferris wheels and all that stuff. And they've got, oh, they also have the 4-H cheap dog trials that are oh, pretty, yeah, pretty right. cool. Those are amazing. Yes, Those are amazing. I've heard about that, yeah. We <laughs> should talk about this, uh, Syrah. Well, this is uh, called uh, Boonville Road 2018 Syrah. Mm-hmm. And it says on the label, um, Broken Leg Vineyard, which uh, Tom has already explained. Mm -hmm. But the interesting thing about this is when I first smelled it, I swore this stuff came from Australia, from an area called Mount Lange, actually Mount Lange Duran. And I visited Mount Lange Duran a couple of times. It's in godforsaken country. It's really far away. It's it's about a two-hour drive north of Melbourne. And... This aromatic is very, very, very difficult to obtain, except for cold regions. 
So you're dealing with an absolutely phenomenal wine. It probably didn't make much more than, a, what, 50 cases or something yeah. like that. Oh. <clears throat> and uh, it's an amazing wine. Uh, if, if Boonville had the capacity to do this, we didn't know about it till about an hour ago. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Uh, I, I spoke to the owner of this property, and uh, uh, they don't have very much of it, but he's planting more Syrah in that region. So, because that mm-hmm. this is a regional characteristic, you can't mm-hmm. get this in the winery. You get this in the vineyard. Mm-hmm. Well, we all love Mendocino. And their wines, as we've learned over all these years on this uh, show, uh, are amazing. And they do some really great stuff, as has been proven today. Again, uh, coming up in Boonville, you can taste all these wines and have a lot of fun at the the county fair. Mendocino County Fair in Boonville, September 17th, 18th, and 19th. The great photographer and wine guy, Tom Lydon, Pleasure to meet you, man. You got to come back. Well, this has been this has been neat. You know, I, I I've followed your podcast for some time now. When I'm on the treadmill at the gym, I'm I was listening to your podcast over the years, and cool. it's kind of cool to be here. Yes, when I watch people on the treadmill, <laughs> I listen to the show too. Uh, all right, we got a split. 